0: hello and welcome to the pacific northwest showdown podcast this is your host michaela mattis with my lovely wife kate hey i'm hey back. kate yeah you're back i'm very happy that you're back because after last week's podcast you know you have to get a feel for <laughs> was that the cat
1: the cat just sneezed <laughs> oh. uh, right next to the microphone she got up on <laughs> the couch and just sneeze
0: that's so cute so right now for those of you that are listening Kate and I are in two different rooms because we're recording on different microphones and there was feedback we're trying it out we're seeing how it goes so it's funny to see Kate on the other end and the animals are all hanging out with her and I'm all alone in the office
1: I think you did that on purpose though it's
0: yeah that's probably true it's all right though All right. So I'm glad you decided to come back and join me for this week's podcast. Episode
1: Episode five. five. We're in kindergarten. If we were years old.
0: Yes, we are. We're not toddlers anymore in the podcast world, although sometimes it feels like it a little bit. But episode five, we're still pretty young.
1: Kindergarten, you're still you're still learning things. You have to like get all your letter names and sounds. You got to figure out how to count to 10 and stuff, like and add things. And so I mean, that's kind of where we're at. We're trying to figure some things out still. But you know, we we sort of, I mean, we sort of know what's happening. We do.
0: And I'm enjoying it, right? I think that's the most important part is that we enjoy what we're doing. It allows us time to connect um, and to talk about yeah. something I know I'm passionate about. And I hope that you're. Gaining passion for it seems um, like
1: it. Yeah, I mean, I I actually like am interested in things now, which is kind of weird, but I think it makes my dad happy, so that's good too. Oh, I'm sure it does. Yeah, I think
0: he really likes that you're into sports a bit more than you were before meeting me.
1: Yeah, I think. Yeah, he's. I mean, you know, he likes you anyway, but I think that he is really <laughs> happy about this portion of things. And mm-hmm. my, my brother too. I think they're both just like thank God. So yeah, yeah. That's great. All right. Well,
0: we are going to do our next segment, which is the Pacific Northwest athlete quote of the week. And every once in a while, I'm going to hijack the Pacific Northwest athlete quote and just do a sports related quote. And so this is going to be one of those weeks where I hijack this segment.
1: Sure. Sure.
0: You look a little unsure about this.
1: No, I mean, it's just, it's week five and we're already like, we don't have a Pacific Northwest quote, but we've got another one, but it is a pretty good one. So, I mean, it's a solid, solid choice.
0: Look. Okay. So here's a little bit of context as to why you brought it up. First of all, this is your doing. I mean, okay, sure. This is a little bit of your doing. Okay. So one of my all time favorite movies is a league of their own. And for those of you who are unfamiliar with this movie, it is a movie about women playing baseball while the men were fighting in World War II um, and overseas. And so they've had women come in and play baseball. And this movie is a stacked cast of Tom Hanks, Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell, Gina Davis. It's amazing. Uh, like, and so many other people that you would totally know if I knew their name as an actor or actress. Um, But it is one of those movies that I can quote. Like, if we were to sit down and watch this movie, I'd be saying so many of the lines.
1: She does. I've watched it with her. She says quite a few.
0: Yes. There's some classic quotes from this movie, but one of them is okay, the one I'm going to share, which is not appropriate. So, if you have children in the car and you're listening to this podcast, tell them to plug their ears, but they probably won't know what it actually means. (laughs) Probably not. But the quote is, what Jimmy Dugan signed on the baseball that he gave the two kids near the end of the movie. And that quote is on the baseball. He signed avoid the clap, Jimmy Dugan. Like he signed his name and it's just such a funny, it's just such a funny moment to me. Cause the kid says it out loud. Like he has no clue what it means. It's like avoid the clap, Jimmy Dugan. And so I purchased this replica baseball that has, you know, his signature. And it says that on the ball that's sitting in my office now. Uh, I mean, it's, it's pretty solid advice. I mean, yes, which is what, up. which is what I kind of want this, you know, athlete quote of the week to be is solid life advice. Yeah, I want to be able to elaborate on how it's something we can, you know, really utilize in our day-to-day lives. And totally. obviously this is one that is important to talk about. Um, we don't need to get into too much detail, but basically just avoid it at
1: all costs. Just make sure you ask questions. That's the thing.
0: With, ask questions of your doctor, somebody who really knows a lot about it. Don't, I would probably say don't Google it.
1: No, no, no. I'm not talking about those kind of questions. I'm saying oh. like whoever, you know, you're with,
0: yes. be sure to
1: ask questions. Oh,
0: those are important, important conversations to have.
1: I mean, honesty is important.
0: It is important.
1: I feel like my mom listens to this though. So maybe we should just stop this conversation now.
0: Okay. That's <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> all right. So um, I know that our, both of our parents or all of our parents in some capacity listen to this, but you know what? They raise people who care about public health, safety, we
1: care about safety and yes. safety.
0: All right. So the next segment we're going to be getting to is going to be the showdown lowdown and stay tuned. It is time for the showdown
1: lowdown. You're showdown
0: lowdown. <laughs> there she goes again. She can't I help just, herself.
1: I figured you'd expect it this time. I'm, I'll am i learn. One maybe, day, episode, maybe episode six. You never one,
0: know. Day, one day you're not going to do it and I'm going to be thrown off
1: just to mess with you.
0: So since you decided to interrupt me so kindly, Um, what, what does this segment cover?
1: Oh, so the showdown lowdown is all about Pacific Northwest sports news with a quick review of the wins and losses across the Pacific Northwest sports teams. And also, you know, some updates. Okay. Okay.
0: Thank you for that. Uh, that's what I was trying to say before you had to shout
1: showdown lowdown. Next time, let's put that in the notes that I'm going to like shout it out so that you know, and that way I don't interrupt you, but really I just interject in between your sentences. Interjection. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. Good to know. We can make sure we do that next time, which means that you're deciding that you're going to commit to episode six.
1: You're in I this mean, to win this, huh? I, I mean, that's the thing, right? Like that's, unless you find somebody better or that you are rather that's, talk to, you, that's, then I'm cool. Uh, like if you uh, find somebody that like knows more uh-huh. about things and you want to bring them in let's be honest let's be honest let's be honest
0: you're great i think that the people love you oh (laughs) the people whoever's listening love you um i know that i do so you get to you get to stay if we have special guests then
1: um you'll just hang out
0: you're gonna still hang out i'll just try to be more
1: quiet no
0: I, i i think you add something extra special you're like you're like when your soup is missing something, like some sort of really special croutons. seasoning.
1: Tomato croutons. Soup without croutons is like the saddest tomato soup. Oh, ever. all right. I'll be the croutons here, tomato soup. I appreciate that. All <laughs> right. So,
0: anyways, this is a showdown lowdown, which this is not supposed to be talking about tomato soup, as you all know. Sorry so about that. We're gonna dive into the Pacific Northwest news and updates. To start with, the Seattle Kraken had lost three straight games in the. Uh, in the last week. So that was to the Predators, the Blue Jackets in overtime, and then to the Flyers. And the Flyers just like annihilated them. Yeah. Game. Um. So their next game is exciting because it's going to be their very first home game at the new Climate Pledge Arena, downtown Seattle. And that takes place this Saturday, October
1: 23rd at 7 p.m. against the Canucks. I will say... Um, it sounds like Climate Pledge is like super cool. I feel like I'm going to have a hard time not saying Key Arena. That like, is going like to be, it's going to be really tough for me not to be like, oh, yeah, the Key Arena. Like, let's go, you know, that's, okay, I get it, but
0: understandable. I think that they had their first big event there. Was it last night? It was like the Foo Fighters had a concert oh, there last night yeah. to open that's, it up.
1: That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. supposed to be the first like carbon neutral um arena like in either the nation or the world i'm not sure which but they're 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 going for it which is pretty cool
0: it's important you know making sure you're doing that kind of work and and Mm -hmm. working towards bettering our future and the environment that we live in and you know
1: and apparently if you if you sorry to interrupt you
0: oh no i would love to hear you um
1: apparently if you you know live around the area You can also, uh, for climate pledge, you can, when you go to cracking games, you can get, um, like discounted transit so that you're not driving yourself, that you're taking like the light rail or the bus or all that kind of stuff. And so, so that's pretty cool too, that they're giving people like discounted ways to get there and then you don't have to deal with parking and traffic and all that kind of stuff. So that's, that's pretty cool. It's a good, it's a good thing they're trying to do. That's trying to help them achieve that like carbon neutral sort of standing.
0: I am really excited and we're going to get to this later in the Hawkeye analysis. when we talk about the game coming up on Monday night, Mm -hmm. but I am really excited to take the light rail for the first time. It'd be fun downtown from the North gate location, which is where we're going to be coming from. So really excited to test that out. I think it's going to be great because it takes you right down to the stadiums Yeah, whether it's going to be, you know, Seahawks games or Mariners games.
1: It's going to be so convenient and not
0: needing to worry about parking. That's just such
1: a headache. Well, and and for Climate Pledge too. From from there, you can take it to uh, I think like Westlake, and then get on the monorail from Westlake over to Seattle Center to do Climate Pledge. So, like just light rail all the way around here now.
0: I do think it's going to be extra helpful and convenient for those who live in the area for sure. And it's expanding, you know, it's expanding. I think it goes down to, you know, whether it's SeaTac, Tacoma, um, up towards Everett is the goal. Is that correct? Knowing that the light rail is going to get up to Everett? Uh, yeah, at
1: least through at least through Linwood, I think. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's past Linwood or not, but it's at least uh, the next phase of it is at least through Linwood. They're working on all that right now.
0: That's amazing. All right. So definitely tune in on Saturday night um, at seven o'clock against the Canucks. And hopefully the Kraken can come out with a win after three straight losses. It's rough. They're starting yeah. one and four,
1: you know, new team though, new it team, is a new
0: team. They're learning each other. Um, You know Good. what though? I'm still, I'm super in it. I,
1: I think they're, I think they're still going to be pretty great. I think it's just, it's tough. And they haven't gotten to play at home yet. They've had to play on the road for all these games, which I feel like too, like that's a rough way to start. I feel I would assume to start your season, especially being a brand new team, having to wait this many games to play at home, because, you know, you know, the reception at climate pledge for them is going to be nuts. Like you, cause I mean, the tickets, if you have been trying to look at like cracking tickets, it's like nuts trying to get these tickets and the prices are insane. So like people are really into this. People are really excited about this. And I think, you know, I, I hope cause it's their first home game. I hope that like, that's going to give them that extra, like, yeah, you know, that, like that little, like pep in their step or, or whatever to like, really, uh, just like, just turn out on this, on this game, you know, and and just give them that fuel because they haven't had, they haven't had a home experience yet. And so, um, I just, I'm excited for them. I think it's going to be a fun, I think it's going to be a fun night for them. I mean, you know, who knows how it'll turn out. Hopefully it'll be a win. But either way, like, gosh, it's going to be, that's going to be such a cool experience for sure.
0: Yep. All right. So let's move on to the Seattle Sounders. So I'm just going to go ahead and, and just state this now. So every team that we talk about in this segment lost their games this week. Yeah. So I'm just going to, I'm just throwing that out there now because you all are going to hear me say lost,
1: lost, lost, probably why it's raining so much, you know? It's like sad over Seattle about all the losing that's been happening with sports. Yeah,
0: it's probably why it rains
1: all the time. <laughs> um, oh. So,
0: the Seattle Sounders lost to the dynamo, which, if you remember last week, we had a fun conversation around that word.
1: And oh, yeah. both
0: my mom and my sister reached out about it. And to be honest, I don't quite remember now what they told me about it, but I know that they told me what it meant.
1: Wasn't it like a person that had a lot of energy or something like that? Hold on. I
0: have, I have a message from my mom and I had a message from my sister, but that might be hard to find because she texted me about it. And so at this point, finding that text message would be a lot harder.
1: Well, you and your sister do text a lot, but yeah, so they, they lost that game to the dynamo two to one on Saturday, the ninth. Their next game is actually tonight, Wednesday, October 20th at six against Colorado. Um, It's probably going to be over by the time you listen to this. So you might know the results, um, before, before we do, obviously we don't, we can't see the future. Um, and they also play this coming Saturday, October 23rd at 1230 against the sporting KC. So, um, another game for them, another match for them to try. I kind of wonder like with all the soccer stuff and like the Ted Lasso stuff, like, do you Mm -hmm. think, do you think soccer is getting a little like extra? I I mean, like, do you think, do you think soccer here, football, like, you know, do you think it's like a whole, I don't know. I hope
0: so. I hope that people really like get into it because I'll tell you something like the Sounders overall are an excellent soccer team and they have been for the last, however many years. So I think that I hope that Ted Lasso, for those of you who have no idea what Ted Lasso is, it's a, it's a TV show and it's Apple plus Apple Plus.
1: plus so good. It's
0: it. I'm gonna say this. It's literally worth purchasing Apple Plus. Yeah, just like, for just for that show.
1: It's like six bucks a month, five five six bucks a month. You could at this point, season two is finished. You could buy it for one month. You could, and by the
0: way, we're not seasons. sponsored by Apple. Like by Apple,
1: sponsored by anybody.
0: <laughs> we're not sponsored by anybody. So if we're saying this, it's because that's our true feelings about it.
1: We're small time <laughs> podcasters still.
0: Yeah. So my mom messaged me on my Pacific Northwest showdown Instagram page and she said, so a dynamo is an energetic person likened to a generator power mm. dynamite. Like she used those as words to Campbell. explain. And then she goes, she says, um, uh, a Moscow hockey team has a dynamo team, and wears a big, quote, D on their uniform.
1: (laughs) Wow, so she's giving a real-life example of a team called dynamo.
0: She is. And my sister said something to the same account, I'm sure. I just, Brittany, I don't feel like scrolling back that far in her text to read what you said.
1: It would take a little longer. But, I mean, your mom was a teacher, so I feel like that text plus the examples is spot on. So Spot
0: on. So we're gonna, cause you, I'm grateful that you, you know, gave, gave the listeners kind of the rundown oh, yeah, I did of what the they can expect. You did the update. Yep. So we're going to move on to the rain. So mm-hmm. our ladies in the soccer realm of the world. So the rain played the Washington spirit this Saturday. And again, unfortunately, I have to say that they lost two to zero, um, in their regular season home finale. And they. But they currently have nine players away on national team duty this month, which is for the Olympic medal tours for their countries that they represented in the Olympics. And then in addition to that, um, they're playing massive matches for the group stage of the 2023 World Cup qualifiers. So I mean, I don't know if those players per se were there or not for this match they had lost against the Washington Spirit.
1: It sounded like Yeah. It sounded like they were taking like a break from Mm -hmm. women's, uh, soccer so that people could go and do this. So, so they might've been, um, but we, soccer is kind of one of those things that we're both, I mean, Michaela knows more about like the rules of soccer and how soccer works and stuff. I played soccer Yeah,
0: growing up. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's, it's not a sport that, um, that we are as good at following, So it's a little trickier sometimes for me, I'm going to say for me to understand all the ins and outs of not necessarily, not necessarily the rules and such, but just like the what's happening in the world and like the news of it. So, yeah, so we're, this is fun because I think this podcast is fun for me because it helps me get to know more about different types of sports and also like what's going on with them, um, which is, which is pretty cool because actually like. I don't know, honestly. Like, I mean, and some of some of our folks out there might know about this. And sorry that I'm sort of like taking over the spot of it. But like, you know, really, before I met Michaela, like, I really wasn't like. I was like, yay, sports, and I knew some things. But this is actually like, it's it's kind of fun. So if you have people in your life who don't really understand sports or don't really care about sports or don't really know about sports, I would say totally have them listen in to this podcast because um, Michaela gets to constantly explain things to me and tell me about what's going on because. I don't know stuff. And then you have the fun pieces of trivia or the fun pieces of knowledge that then you can go back to work. And that person at work, who's like super into it, you can just be like, Hey, yeah. And you can like throw out like whatever fact you hear here on the podcast. And then they can be like, Whoa, like, you know, stuff. And, and that's kind of fun, you know, It kind of, it's, it's, it opens up a lot of fun conversation. It's, how,
0: it's how Kate has really learned how to impress people is like randomly throwing out like football knowledge. To her people who yeah. love football, and
1: yeah, I mean every I time, week, yeah, Michaela so impressed. impressed, but yeah, everybody they're like, whoa, and then multiple people are now like, man, I'm so glad Michaela's in your life, and I'm like, me too. But so if you, I mean, so me you too, you could also easily impress people by just saying the random stuff you hear on the podcast and just throwing that out there, and
0: but you and, know what, if you're able to, people be impressed. If you're able to reiterate what was said on a podcast, just without like you listen to it and that sticks in your mind and you're able yeah. to like regurgitate that out loud, that means that you actually learn something like that's staying in your memory. You're holding on to that and you're able to Absolutely. state it again to somebody else. So that's even if you feel like I just said this word per word of what I heard on this podcast. Yeah. Again, if it's not like I'm feeding you those lines through an ear. Whatever those things are called. No,
1: I'm just randomly saying whatever my exactly. brain to you right now. Yep, totally.
0: All right, let's move on to the last one. The Seattle Seahawks, my favorite team out of yeah. all of these, lost on Sunday to the Pittsburgh Steelers in a heartbreaking way in overtime. And I have to give credit words to TJ Watt was a menace that entire game.
1: That guy, man. The Jesus. whole game.
0: And he's, I mean, rightfully so. He was just paid a huge extension in a sure. contract. Sure. He is one of the best in the game in defense. I'm I'm yeah. just putting that out there. I mean, he and showed it for sure. He at the end of the game, so this game in overtime. The, the huge thing that kind of stopped us from being able to win the game is that TJ Watt specifically caused a strip uh, sack or I don't know if Gino was past the line of scrimmage, so it depends on that. But he stripped the ball from Gino Smith as he was attempting to scramble for some for some yards and Pittsburgh recovered that fumble, which led to them getting the game winning field goal in overtime. So the score was 23 to 20. But we're going to discuss the game more in depth, as you all know, in the Hawkeye analysis, it's going to come up after we talk about the Pacific
1: Northwest Player of the Week. I'll save all my feelings until, until that time.
0: All right, let's do that. So, Kate, if you would do the honors, as we will do consistently through the podcast, of having you announce the Pacific Northwest Athlete of the Week.
1: Well, thank you. That's a lovely, a lovely honor. So our Pacific Northwest Athlete of the week this week is Trey Brown. He is the Seattle Seahawks rookie uh cornerback coming in for an injured Sydney Jones. And this was his first game back after a five week stint on um IR or injured reserved. Oh, girl.
0: That's okay. Right. So you know I didn't it. know. I didn't know if Kate would know what IR was.
1: What are you talking about? I have I have people okay in league on IR. Yes. You might
0: know what, like, I just didn't know if you knew what the acronyms, you might understand that they're I mean, injured. I would
1: have been more worried about if I knew what the acronym for CB meant than I are, but I got that <laughs> one too. So you're you welcome. Did.
0: <laughs> I'm impressed. Um, That's what I aim for. You guys That's are going to hear me say that like every week when Kate says things out loud, which is exciting for everybody involved. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure people love it. Yeah, <laughs> They're like, Kate knows what a CB is. CB is cornerback. For those of you who <laughs> don't know, I, I mean, yeah, yep. I'm really bad at saying cornerback. It sounds like when I say it, I'm saying quarterback.
1: Well, I mean, if you think about how many backs there are in football, that was one of the things I've had a hard time with is figuring out what all these backs are and where they play. So I totally get it.
0: That's they sound similar. True. It that is the case um, for that. All right, so Trey Brown, he came out um, for an injured Sidney Jones, and I'm excited because this was his first game that he was able to actually come in and play. He had just come off injured reserve, and I wanted to see him out there anyways. Like Even though Sidney Jones, prior to him getting injured, was healthy, uh, I, I wanted to see Trey Brown get some snaps out there, and he he did an excellent job, I have to actually say, this week. And we'll talk about it in the Hawkeye analysis. But both cornerbacks actually did a really good job this week. They minimized yeah. the explosive plays. They were a lot better in coverage. Um, but Trey Brown, I loved that that third down stop. He just do you remember that good. huge hit? He was just like on his was knees good. and he just he just it he I was felt- he was back on another guy. He was like covering a guy that was probably like five yards upfield. Oh at least he read the the play so well that he came off that guy and came up and he made that tackle. So he couldn't get a first down, but he like, he drove that guy. He, he came down to his knees because he was trying to make the tackle on his own. Then some more of the Seahawks defenders came in and helped finish the tackle. But I think that Trey Brown, like it was a thumper. I mean, he he just came in and just, I think Yeah, I think that guy wasn't going anywhere.
1: If you didn't see that play, if you can find like video of that play, like to me, who is learning football, that to me, I was just like, dang, that is that is a solid like move. I mean, I don't know. It reminded me of like those scenes you see in movies where people go up against like the the big metal things with pads, like in practice, and they have to, like push them all the way down the field or whatever. You know, it was kind of that thing where it was like he was just like, "I am not gonna move. Like you are going to stop." Like he was determined. He was determined, determined.
0: and he showed up.
1: The thing mm-hmm. I really like
0: about Trey Brown too is that if you look on his like Twitter page and stuff, he really talks about like the importance of like mental health. Um, yeah. Yep, and that's really important to talk about. Which, again, I was hoping that we would cover that more this week. I don't know how the weeks get past me. And I just, you know, now we're already here on Wednesday. So we got to make sure that we get these podcasts out. We'll get to it. I promise. I promise we will. Uh, The days just slip away. I'm starting this new job. I've been Mm -hmm. quite exhausted from that. But she um, has been. It's it's an adjustment. So bear with me.
1: Mental health is important. So True. It's there true. you go.
0: All right. So, Trey Brown, your Pacific Northwest athlete of the week. Athlete and of the week. Coming up next is going to be your Hawkeye analysis. All right. It is time for the Hawkeye analysis, which is where we break down the Seattle game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And There's a lot to talk about with this game, just because it was the first game that Geno Smith started for us since Russell Wilson got injured. Yep. And it went to overtime, which was great because obviously that means that we battled through the game.
1: We did. We, we, we really fought hard and tried to come back for sure.
0: Yep. And so we all had hope of course, as we went into overtime and things didn't necessarily go as any of us Hawks fans would hope it would go. Um second week in a row, I feel for Geno Smith. And I know you've expressed this to me.
1: Yeah. I mean, my heart really hurt for him at the at the end, you know, at the end of the game when we had the ball and and TJ Watt like knocked it away from him. Like I just, I mean, I don't know who would have been able to really hold on to that ball. I mean, I'm sure somebody would have, but but I just feel like, gosh, Gino tried so hard. You know what I mean? Like it's not for lack of trying in any way. And I know it's like, comes down to wins and losses and that's how people about sports are all about the wins and losses. But I'm just like, like, dang, if that guy didn't just try his freaking heart out, you know what I mean? Like what a rough kind of thing to come in, but I mean, that is his job. He's a backup quarterback. That's what he's supposed to do. But God, I just feel like he gave it his all. And I know people were like trash talking it afterwards. Like we need to get rid of him and like whatever. But I just felt like he was doing. I mean, he was doing his best. And like you, like you had said, you know, TJ Watt is just. Like a beast basically. And it's just rough. You know, it's just, it was just rough. TJ I, I felt TJ
0: Watt had an excellent game. He, it showed why he got paid. Like. He got paid this offseason extension from the Steelers. And to be honest, and I put a poll out there and I think it was like 75% of the respondents were like, yeah, we, if it were not for TJ Watt, we probably would have won that game for sure. For the amount of game changing moments that TJ Watt provided the Steelers. Yep. So All the kudos to TJ Watt, like credit where it's due. Sure. He is an excellent football player. The Steelers are lucky to have him because (laughs) he, I genuinely think that he won them that game. Single-handed, single-handedly
1: won them that game. Yeah, for sure.
0: So let's talk about Alex Collins for a minute. Cause you talked about how, like just a second ago, how who would be able to hold on to that ball with the way that TJ Watt was punching at it. But if you remember, Alex Collins had a moment as he he had an excellent second half. It's really what started the momentum for us to be able to come back from a 14 point deficit.
1: Yes. yes,
0: And he had an over 100 plus yard rushing game. Um, and it helped Gino because once you start running the ball, it kind of gets the defense to have to start accommodating for the rushing game and not just the passing game but do you remember that play where TJ Watts like ba- was basically just like pummeling? Oh Alex yeah. It Collins?
1: was Yeah. It was like, it he was, was gone not- for the ball, but he like was like, he got, he got penalized on it. Yeah. I was say he, there was a flag for sure on that play, but yeah, he was, I mean, and that was cause that happened earlier in the game. And so it was just like, I, my mind, right. Cause like, I'm just now starting to pay attention to players and like who people are and things like that. Whereas before it was more of just like this team, that team, that kind of thing. And, um, and I just that that moment for me, I was like, yeah, they got the flag, which should have happened. But that was kind of the thing where I was like, dang, this guy, man, I remember saying to you on the couch, like, Whoa. And you're just like, yeah, he's like, you know, like the highest paid defensive player in the NFL or whatever. And I was like, well, I can see why like he, he just, uh, it was nuts, but Alex Collins did amazing. And I was so glad I had just picked him off the waiver wire for my fantasy team. So I could lose by less points
0: <laughs> than points I would matter in fantasy. I'll tell you thank that. Because you. depending on your win and loss,
1: like yeah, you columns,
0: then the points come into play. So you know what? Get as many points as you can get, baby. I'll
1: take, I'll take whatever little small moments of victory I can feel. Um, It feels good. If the red
0: like granted losing doesn't feel good, but when you see one of your players get like a bunch
1: of points, you're like, yes, for sure. And, you know, it's tough because with, um, with Wilson out, you know, the, the passing game is, is different and the running game is different and all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, DK, like my man, um, on fantasy, he just, he, you know, wasn't really getting a ton uh this week which was fine and you know he did get that one uh that one pass that maybe he should have gone out of bounds on towards in that in that in that uh, in the end but he should um, have you know i think there's sometimes i feel like i need to have a few words with him
0: i don't like, know if you knew or saw this uh he got into a little spat with shannon sharp on twitter
1: i'm not surprised It was
0: a little bit disrespectful to be honest i mean and then he walked back on what he said he's like you know what i'm still learning i hope i play uh, like i hope i play as great as you did like because he was talking so much smack
1: well i mean he has the ego that's the thing is like he's such a great player but he has so much ego and this season i think we've seen more than once where his ego is definitely getting in the way of his good, solid gameplay. And I freaking love the guy. I loved him since we drafted him. I was so excited about it. Like, you know me, there's like very few people that I'm like, that guy. Do like, you
0: remember I, I when, when DK was drafted that we were watching the Game of Thrones? Was it the Game of Thrones finale? We were watching either the second to last episode or the Game of Thrones finale. It was close Thrones to the finale, for sure, yeah. Because... I was also like updating like my feed when we were drafting yeah. while we were watching it. And I'm like, Oh my God, we got DK Metcalf. And you're like, cool. Like you had heard his name because I had been talking about it and yeah, I was I shocked. Was- he fell so far. Um, But yeah, he's but been somebody that I you've saw, loved.
1: Like as soon as I saw him, I was like, I, I I saw him and I was like that guy, I was like, that guy is going to have huge potential. Like I've loved him from day one. It was it was great. But this, this season we're seeing some of that ego stuff. You can see it on his posts, like on his Instagram and whatever you can see that ego, which I know every athlete needs to have somewhat of, right. Like you have Mm -hmm. to have some of that because you have to believe in yourself and all that. But, but I think for him, the problem is, and, and he's right. He's still learning. It's his like third year. Right. So, um, I just, gosh, I just want him to like, just not I don't know, just like stop the fighting, stop the like the, the, tra- I mean, the, it's always fun to watch, right? Like some of the trash talk and stuff like that. And, but, but with now with the taunting rules, which, yeah, you can't, like, you can't, you can't. Like it causes so much, so, and many just
0: like be smart about knowing what the circumstances are in the game for sure. And that was something, you know, obviously, Freddie Swain, I'm grateful, recovered the ball to give us a chance for overtime. Home. that was a whole weird circumstance yeah. that his whole, reaction time well and people talk about and that's that's just a heads up play but if you see if you watch a replay of it you see russell wilson's like almost i think he stepped on the field and was like to get it back to the line you know like yeah, he I was like that, yelling at him yeah he was like yeah so like coaching in that moment and knowing what was important And uh, it's those moments that I think DK can really like elevate his game is just making those heads up plays and knowing the circumstances of the game and getting out of bounds to give yourself another chance, you know, for a field goal with how many
1: seconds are left on the clock. And then it's not just up to you to make all the plays, right? Like, like yes, that was a great catch, and all, like you know, all of that. If, but it's like, if he was not alone, like you're t- part of a team, you know. Get if out of bounds, he was o'clock. within
0: five yards of the end zone, well, then sure, I might I, might, I might have yeah. understood his desire to push as hard as he you could. You weren't that
1: close, me. though, you know. You
0: weren't that close, mm-hmm. so I. That's kind of where I like have issues with it. For sure, uh, there's a couple cool things that I saw. You know, I always like to highlight the positives, even if we lose. So, <laughs> Gerald Everett had an awesome, great run after catch, and so we haven't seen as much as I would have liked with Shane Waldron's offense at this point of our yeah. tight ends. Will Disley got a touchdown this game, which is awesome. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, Gerald Everett got a well, great yeah. uh, run after catch opportunity, and. The thing is, is that we're going to have to really rely on them more to be able to open up Tyler Lockett and DK. Because sure. at this point, especially with the Eskridge injured, we yeah. really only have two solid wide receivers that defenses are really worried about covering. Yeah. And the fact that we haven't really leveraged our tight ends the way that we could, our, the defenses aren't necessarily respecting the fact that we could utilize them. And so they're covering Lockett and they're covering DK. Exactly, it's causing further issues. So, I would like to see our tight ends be utilized more to hopefully open up, you know,
1: the options,
0: the game, and the options for Lockett and and DK. There. The other thing that I saw that I liked, I'm, and I've I've talked smack a little bit about Travis Homer with some of my friends, my podcast friends but Travis Homer had like two explosive plays where I was the, the run blocking was so good in that second yeah. half for Alex Collins, for Travis Homer, yeah. the offensive line seems to do decently well at the run blocking game,
1: sure. but where I'm
0: seeing them really struggle at still, which is the biggest concern. Cause when you talk about having somebody like Russell Wilson as your quarterback, Oh yeah. You want to be able to utilize the pass, but the pass protection has still been a struggle.
1: For sure, especially when you're getting so much coverage on your wide receivers. Like people are I mean, when you watch those games like people are all over DK, they're all over Tyler Lockett. Like and and they're both able to get away from that some of the time, but Russell needs the time. You know, he needs that protection when he's in so that he can throw. And right now, like um you know, Geno Smith really needs that time because I mean, he's our he's our backup quarterback. So if something happens to him, then we have to go to like our backup backup quarterback. So
0: guess who we got off the waiver wires today? Oh, I don't know. I didn't see Jacob Eason. I was going to say, does that ring? Does that ring? So mad. No, he's not on the waiver wires. (laughs) He's a free agent. So the waiver wires for those who don't player. No, is when a team releases a player that's not like a. A veteran that's been established so if they released a player that's i'd have to look into it how many years until you were right yeah but mm-hmm. jacob eason was the quarterback for UW.
1: yes that's what he was is.
0: drafted the same year i believe as minshu okay so i want to say that was two years ago at this point so the colts released him Oh, okay. Remember, so when Carson Wentz was injured for the first game yeah. of the season, but he, he still played. He came back yeah. after that foot surgery, and he came in and played against yep. us, and we won the game. They were initially talking about how G- Jacob Eason might start that game if Carson Wentz was yep, injured. There's it. Yeah. it was between two quarterbacks they were trying out through preseason. Sure. We got Jacob Eason off the waiver wire Today, which means he goes directly to our fifty-three man roster. So he, at this point, would probably be the backup for Geno Smith if anything happens.
1: Okay. okay. So it's interesting.
0: You get somebody that's you know from the area, UW. Um. Yeah. I th- I still think I might be biased, but Minshew is better, and obviously he's on a like, different team. That would be yeah. a trading scenario. That's he's not a free agent, but um. Yeah. So that's a new development that's happened. That's
1: interesting. I wasn't, I wasn't aware of that. That's, that's good to know. Yep.
0: But let's uh, move on to the
1: defensive side of the ball for the game. Oh man, the defense. Okay. Yeah. That's there's things to talk about there too.
0: It was Jamal Adams birthday on
1: Sunday. Did you know that? I didn't actually, I, but I'm, but that's a bummer.
0: (laughs) that's he had the opportunity for two interceptions and one of them i could be like i get it like daryl taylor was right there there there's lots of bodies it might have been more difficult to intercept that 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 batted pass. yeah but the one that went right into his face mask
1: hit him in the face like i was like i was like it's a good thing he had that there was enough oh sorry that plastic piece there because uh yeah
0: there was enough time for him to realize that he could, like, I haven't seen him intercept a pass. have we inter- seen him intercept a pass while he's been on the Seahawks?
1: I don't I feel I don't like think it. Because so. I feel like you talked about that during the game that you were just like, gosh, he never, he he's never had opportunities, he'll, you know? Yeah. He'll, he'll stop the play from happening, but he will I, never actually intercept it.
0: I feel like it's because he plays with so much high energy that he's playing so fast that he can't just like slow it down in his mind to make those plays.
1: I could see that. I could see what you're trying to say. Yeah. On that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: And I think he needs to slow it down. And I think that he needs Russell Wilson to throw a couple, like, you know, bullet passes right at his face and do some practice catching balls.
1: I mean, yes, I think that would be great. And I, you know, obviously I'm, I don't know all the things and I don't know how much the defense actually practices like catching things, but you know, you would think that that would be something they would, do at least in like drills of some kind or something like that so yeah
0: maybe add that the repertoire yes and then of course trey brown as we talked about is going to be our pacific northwest athlete player of the week and he had his nfl debut at cornerback
1: do we think it's weird that we replaced trey flowers with Trey Brown. I mean, I know it's spelled differently. Did I
0: say flowers or did I say brown?
1: No, you said brown. Oh, good.
0: Because sometimes you know when you say something, you're like, wait. Well,
1: because it's Trey and Trey, right? Like, that's tricky.
0: And technically, I mean, let's just make it us feel better by saying that um, DJ Reed replaced Flowers because he went back to the right side, which is where Flowers was. That's true. That's right. That's a good point. Trey Brown came in for Sidney Jones when Sidney Jones got a chest injury. And I'm glad he got the opportunity. He looked great. I'm excited to see him play a full game.
1: Seems really I think good.
0: that him and DJ Reed had a great game at cornerback, which is great to see. Um, DJ yeah, Reed mm-hmm. with at least three pass breakups. There might have been more, but I know for a fact I saw yeah. that.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: The issue, though, which was interesting, is that it seemed like there was a lack of a good pass rush coming off the edge. And a huge part of that, probably in terms of not seeing necessarily the time is that Ben Roethlisberger was getting the ball out really quick. He was doing a quick passing game.
1: They seemed short to like hurry up offense sort of thing happening, which they is- weren't necessarily throwing
0: downfield for long bombs. I don't think Roethlisberger's arm at this point is like he had that elbow injury. If you remember, yeah.
1: And the, I, the thumb thing too or something. Was that him with a thumb last year or the year before? No. I know
0: that Jared Goff had a thumb issue.
1: I don't know. I could be in playoffs.
0: With... And yet he still beat us, which I'm not gonna know, to talk that. about
1: that. Let's not go back to that.
0: Also, um oh god. Um Drew Brees had the thumb issue that he was out two years ago for six yeah. or seven games. Oh yeah,
1: I remember that with oh, he Drew had to Brees. get
0: surgery as well.
1: I do love that guy. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm probably thinking about the elbow thing with Roethlisberger, but for some reason it's just going to the thumb in my yeah. brain.
0: And um, so for, you know, we had t- Daryl Taylor's looked excellent coming off the edge. He's had some hurries. He's had some hits. He's had sacks, but then he yeah. had the injury
1: near the I end mean, of the game. And that, that, that was
0: I, that it, like, hard. it took me to a whole different headspace. Mm-hmm. Like, Sure. Where I didn't even feel like how the game turned out mattered.
1: It was interesting because in in watching it, I realized like, I can't really think of another game and I'm sure there have been some, I can't really think of another game where there's had to be like that many commercial breaks for like the medical response on the field. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like, we'll be back. And then they came back and they're like, we'll be back again. And then, you know, it was just obviously that they were trying to you know get everything stabilized and really make sure he was like you know supported in the ways he needed to be to be able to transport and that made it seem extra scary i think too because it's like hey if this is taking so long then there must be something really wrong you know which which again i think when we were watching it you had said that like you were like can you imagine having to like get your head back to like, go back and play the football, like go back and play football after this, like go back and play the game after this. And then the commentators even made some sort of comment like that, but you had said it first. So I think they just copied you, but, yeah, um,
0: they heard everything yeah. I said and they're like, Kayla, it was more than
1: like, literally it was more than once. They said the thing that you had said after you said it. So, which was weird, but I'm not surprised because you're pretty smart. So yeah, that was just, that was hard to watch because You don't know. I mean, these guys, they take, they literally take their lives in their hands playing this game. Um, And, you know, no matter what people think of the game, it's potentially dangerous, right? So
0: it's not even potentially it is like at the end of the day, this is a dangerous sport and there are season, there's season ending injuries, there's career ending injuries, and there's a possibility depending on the way people get, like, I, I forget who, said it a few weeks ago or last week they are a punt returner uh oh, I wish I remember who said it but they're basically like every time I go back to do a punt return like the thought that goes through my head is like I don't care if I die dang which is like something like for that for somebody to say that
1: that's all I mean that's a big that's a big, that's a big statement.
0: statement right there yeah absolutely
1: so Absolutely. that's kind
0: of that weight, you know, and it sounds like Daryl Taylor's going to be okay. Everything turned out fine. The, right, the so, CT yeah. scans, the MRIs look good. There might be a little bit of a, a shoulder injury there, but he also has, has the potential to play on Monday. So I it's think so the, Seahawks, the Seahawks typically err on the side of caution. I feel like when yeah. there's injuries, they don't try to put somebody out there that's really not in a good place to do it. Totally. So I feel like that's going to be... Where they're at with that. Um, And so we're going to be playing the Saints on Monday night, which guess who's going to be there? We're going to be there. We're going to be there. I'm really excited. We're going to go with my um, my brother and it's
1: going to be a blast. We're going to be in the nosebleeds. But that was fun. We were there. We were in the nosebleeds for preseason. And that was actually like pretty It's cool. great
0: from up there because you can see like, you can I'm see say anything. It's just like a different view of the game. Uh, totally. so we're going to, we're going to watch them play the saints. They have a couple people coming back off of IR that are really going to help them on yep. the defensive side of things. And Jameis Winston is now their quarterback because Drew Brees retired. And, uh, You know, it's just another game where we're going to get to see Geno Smith play, see how things go. Obviously, Chris Carson and Russell Wilson are on injured reserve. So we're going to see hopefully more of Alex Collins. For those of you who didn't know what happened to him in that last few drives of the game, he had a little Mm -hmm. bit of a hip issue. So we're, you know... eh it might feel a little preseason ish for, for those who go to the game in terms of just quarterback and running back situation. Sure. Yeah. But I'm still very hopeful that we can come out with a win or two as as Russell Wilson's gone, as Chris Carson is gone. Yeah.
1: I would not be mad if we got to see a little more Ryan Neal on defense, also. They did um, put him
0: out a little bit more this last game.
1: He was in he was in a little bit. He's in a little bit. I think I feel like he was in more the week before. No, but it was
0: the week it was like the week before the week before. It was like so two like, weeks ago.
1: Okay. Either way, I'm fine with more Ryan Neal, no matter where that comes. He's he loves
0: guy. herself some some Ryan Neal. I think she likes Ryan Neal more than DK.
1: I mean, this season. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm feeling like I love DK, you know, he's my guy, but I'm just like Uh, it's like, you know, when you're in a relationship, this sounds bad (laughs) because we're married. So I'm on this podcast with my wife, but you know, it's like when you're in a relationship with somebody for a while after, you know, some time you realize like, Hey, there's like this thing about that person. And you either are able to like work it out or it becomes like a weird thing that kind of like grates at you. Right. And I feel like, you know, Michaela is, if you don't, if you don't know Michaela in real life, Michaela is probably one of the most amazing communicators I have ever met and I feel like you know in any of those weird things that come up in relationships it is there will be communication and it will be figured out because she is just amazing at it I am not as great but I am I'm working towards towards it and she's very helpful but um I feel like with DK uh me and him it's like this thing, man, I'm just like this ego and this stuff. Like, it's kind of just like one of those things where it's like, okay, it was cute in the beginning, but now like it's starting to wear off and you just can't be like, I'm the greatest. And then like, make these types of mistakes. Like you can't keep being like these Instagram posts where, cause you know, I'm not like great at Twitter, but these Instagram posts that say like stuff, like random quotes, like, you know, I'm best or like, I don't know, whatever. It's like, when you read them, you know, you know what I'm talking about. If you see, here's Instagram. what I'm going to
0: say take that yeah. damn binky out your mouth and act like you're a veteran in the league.
1: I mean, like, I you know, the, I the love the binky. You know, I love the binky. I got, yeah, a face but I got you're a mask. now
0: three years I got, in I mean, the yes. league
1: and but it's like his trademark thing. That's like his thing though. I get that. doesn't I mean, you have to act like a baby, but you can keep a trademark, you know, like you keep your, you can keep your thing. I think I got a mask to wear the game with a binky on it so that I can like rep my DK because I do love him. I do think he's a great player. I do think that that you have to get to a point
0: in the game where you're
1: making veteran decisions. That is very true. And I feel like after he trained, what was that like last season he had trained with Russell, like all summer and he came back in and he was like, he had one kind of like mess up thing last season at the beginning. That was like pretty bad. And then he, he, Russell talked to him again, you know, put him in his place kind of thing. And he did great. You know, I think this year though, maybe it's just like the growing pains. Maybe it's like his, his teenage years or something where he's feeling like rebellious or like, you know, I don't know. Either I don't know. Way. I just, I want him to do better. That's the thing. I want DK, babe, just do better. Okay. Just do better.
0: He's listening to this podcast. So he, he might will you
1: never know.
0: You never know. So he- I don't get those kinds of analytics about what's happening with my podcast, so I'll never know DK, exactly which IP unless,
1: address is. <laughs> unless
0: DK directly messages me that he listened and he quotes something that was said during the podcast. There's and no proof it. that he listened to this podcast,
1: and there's also no proof that he didn't listen to this podcast.
0: It sounds like that could be a philosophical debate with other things in the world that ex- it's like or had. do not, yeah. All right. Well, this was your Hawkeye analysis. (laughs) We're going to get some extras mixed in with some extras. We're going to get to the mailbag segment next. Continue to listen in. Thank you for being here. It is our mailbag segment where we're going to answer the questions, the mailbag questions we got from you all this week. And the first question is a hilarious question from our friend Chris Phillips, which is at PhillipsChris12. And his question this week for the Pacific Northwest Showdown was Did Michaela remember to bring Kate a drink this week? And the answer is I reminded Kate to make us.
1: Mai ties. You didn't remind me. You asked very kindly. You said, hey, babe, can you make us some Mai ties for the podcast? Yes. And I said, sure.
0: So this week, I asked Kate if she could make us both beverages instead of just getting my own beverage and not even asking Kate if she wanted one. Instead, I said, hey, can you make us both a beverage for us to enjoy while we very, were doing the podcast? It was
1: very inclusive.
0: It was. So that counts. The answer is yes. Michaela remembered
1: to bring Kate a drink to the podcast this week. I'm, I'm better at following recipes for drinks than, um, Michaela is maybe so it's so not that, just that drinks. Maybe why she asked me She's that.
0: She is better at following recipes for cooking, for drinks, for how to build a desk
1: I'm really good at assembling furniture from directions that look like they're from Ikea. It's true.
0: So that is the answer to Chris. The next question is kind of funny. It is from Jake Bishop and Jake Bishop asked, do you think Gino does a dancing routine? It looks great.
1: Moonwalking into sex. Oh, dang. That. Oh, <laughs>
0: Here's what I have to say to that. I I don't know that that's a fair analysis only because I think that we still struggle with our offensive line in the passing protection game and TJ Watt was on the other side of the line. Yeah.
1: Let's just see what happens on Monday and then maybe we can make a better, we get a better answer to that question. <laughs>
0: yes, but it is a funny question. I'll give you that. Um. Let's see how he does on Monday. Let's have a couple games to to reflect on that. And thank you, all two of you, for asking some good mailbag questions this week. Keep those keep
1: those questions coming.
0: I really enjoy the questions where they're like funny.
1: It's nice, right? It doesn't all have to be serious. This is obvious. Yeah, I don't need a serious podcast. question. I mean, yeah. it is
0: in some regard, but we like to have fun here, so. Ask as like out there in the world questions as you would like, as long as it's like as appropriate as can be for our listeners. And, you know, this kind of leads us into those closing podcast remarks for the Pacific Northwest showdown this week, episode five. We would like to thank you all for listening. And again, to both Kate and myself, as we discuss the Pacific Northwest sports, breaking down the Seahawks games and naming our Pacific Northwest athlete of the week. Kate would like to say something.
1: Don't don't forget to find us on Instagram and Twitter at PNW showdown. You can find us there to find more fun stuff uh, during the week in between podcasts. You're so wonderful. You help our listeners find us. I mean, maybe they want to know where we are. That's where we are. We're on Instagram and Twitter. There we go. And so with that being said,
0: You know, something I like to remind you all each week is to definitely take care of your heart and mind above all else. And until next time.